0: Today we're talking about a topic that is rarely discussed, either in society generally or in the fitness world specifically, but it's one of the most important events in women's lives and it affects their lives across the board, including their fitness and healthy living habits, which means you, as a fitness professional, male or female, regardless of your age, need to know more about menopause. Now, if you're wondering what do fitness and menopause have to do with each other, then this week's episode of Optimal Aging is here to answer the question. It's a special shortened version of an earlier, longer interview I did last year with athlete, author, podcaster, and advocate, Celine Yeager. I enjoyed our conversation back then, and I enjoyed preparing this abridged version that I'm sharing with you today. Celine is smart, compassionate, and great company. I know you'll enjoy these parts of our conversation, which focus on what fitness professionals can do to improve the workout experience for women in menopause, including those who are competitive athletes like Celine and the millions more who just want to live their best lives. Now, at the end of this, if you want to hear the rest, you can find the full episode in the archives back at episode number forty six here we join in the conversation as Celine is describing her own experiences with menopause in her late forties
1: but somewhere around the time that I turned forty seven or forty eight the training that I had been doing so faithfully working was not working anymore. you know, my body composition was changing now, looking back, I should have known you know I was night sweats and all kinds of stuff and anxiety. But like, there are a lot of things that are easy to just brush off. Now I know that that was the beginning of menopause, which is a long transition for some people. It can be 10 years for some people. It can be two to three. It was disturbing. <laughs> like all of a sudden you're doing all this stuff and it feels a bit of a betrayal of body. And at the same time, and I should have mentioned this before, I am also the co-author of a book called Roar with Dr. Stacy Sims, which is a kind of groundbreaking title. She is a groundbreaking scientist. I won't take credit for that part um, on women's specific physiology and training, You know, because estrogen and progesterone and your cycle change a lot about how you respond to training. It changes your thermal regulation. There's a lot of ways that you can work with your changing physiology, even while you're menstruating to sort of optimize performance. And we were all about that. And then a lot of women after that book came out said, you forgot something. Well, we didn't forget it. There was one chapter on menopause, but they made it very clear to us that one chapter was not sufficient. And to be honest, neither of us were in that space personally. Yeah. So we, we gave it one chapter. And once I hit that point myself, I was like, yo, Stacy, one chapter, the right, that's not <laughs> enough. And I was in the midst of writing that and I was going through these changes and I texted her. I said, I cannot write this book if I can't get it together. I'm like, I'm not feeling okay, you know, and she's like, calm down. And she gave me a lot of the advice that would come into the book and we could talk about some of it. And I got on top of it and I felt like, okay, I can work with this. You know, there's going to be good days, bad days. There always are. But at least I know what's going on and I know how to respond to it because I didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that is true of many, 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 many women. And I think what's unique about this space and probably for some of the women that you're audience is working with is that I still the advice is mostly for the mainstream and that's is you should exercise and most people in your audience or my audience are already like check got that I've been exercising since the 80s and it's not working the same way but there was nothing for people who are actually performance oriented you know we plugged into a, an audience that was already athletically engaged or at least you know recreationally actively engaged and wanted to continue to be so and wanted to continue to feel good and perform well
0: this is an, an experience that half the human beings in alive will go through and yet i feel like we don't ever talk about it maybe maybe totally we do and i'm just never around but I no have-
1: they never really did because you know why because it meant you were old and old in this culture is bad yes you know and when you talk about Uh, especially competitive spaces. Nobody wants to talk about getting older, right? Because that must mean you're slow. People who are in a performance space or or in an active space may be even more sensitive to it because of that stigma that is attached to it, that that means slowing down. That means you're old. We're in 2021 and it's still a little radical to be talking about menopause and that just got to change. And it will change because my generation Women in their 50s are now in positions of, of platforms and power and where they can use their voices. And they are, you know, they're not having any compunction about doing so.
0: Why do we need to talk about it regarding health and fitness? What's the
1: purpose of? Oh, it's a big deal. Menopause is a huge, huge, huge deal. And, and, and you know, we hear about it. In the terms of like, oh, hot flashes or, oh, you don't get your period anymore, which is kind of like people are like, cool. Women's brains change during the menopausal transition, like that period that they call perimenopause. Gray and white matter actually changes, physically alters. And it changes like cognition and it changes all and it kind of rebounds. But like there's there's it puts some women at higher Alzheimer's risk. It's important to know that it's important to know what happens to your bone health, your bone health takes a quite a significant hit when estrogen isn't there. Estrogen is anabolic. Estrogen has all these health and performance implications that, that women just don't know and appreciate because nobody's ever told us, you know, once it goes away, that's why the muscle's going away. And that's why your heart disease rises. And that's why your anxiety is rising because these sex hormones have been doing this lovely orchestration for you of your health and your performance. And once they start like fluctuating and declining, you're getting all these SOS signals in the form of menopausal symptoms that if you don't pay attention to your health will suffer for it. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a very important time in women's life. It's a very important time and it can be a time of, of empowerment, but we haven't done that to women. We've just put them into the invisible category. Like, Oh, you're past your prime, you know? So hmm, not so much.
0: This is why I started doing what i'm doing because women are more than men always pushed to the side but uh, especially at this point in life but it's almost as if you turn 50 or 60 and you become invisible to just about anyone who who wants your money which i don't understand
1: (laughs) it's interesting to hear a man say that because i hear that from the women i talk to all the time the invisibility thing is huge because you do sort of disappear like at least indiana jones is still there but, you, but like the women he's with are still 30. Well, I, I think it's really got to be an ongoing conversation. I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on
0: how fitness professionals can increase their own awareness or be more effective in helping people around menopause and fitness and staying mm-hmm. healthy and feeling good. And like, what's the proper role for, I own a gym. What's my business Check, talking to somebody about menopause?
1: educate yourself you know seriously educate yourself there there's the woman i was talking about the researcher Dr. Stacy Sims has a course menopause for athletes there are resources because then believe me i get asked every day maybe multiple times where can i find a coach there are women out there that are hungry for this they're just like i want somebody who understands what i'm going through and what i need because they don't actually need to slow down. I mean, we have this thing, lift heavy. I don't know if I can curse on this podcast, but S-H, you know, fill in the blanks, lift heavy stuff. Like that is a mantra because you need, without that anabolic stimulus of estrogen, you really need that deep neural stimulus to to your muscles to like make, you need to make up that that difference, that stimulation and lifting heavy does it. And women, and it helps with bone. Like women in this age graph, Demographic need to lift heavy and they need people to teach them. We came up at a time when that meant bulky muscles, and now we know it means the opposite, right? There's a whole audience of people who need this, who don't necessarily know how to do it, and you can be there for them and you can explain why they should do it and the benefits of it and walk them through it. And they will like throw their money at you because they appreciate that somebody actually has done their homework, understands their specific needs. And it's helping them be their best and perform their best.
0: We'll be right back after a short break. Hey, everybody wants to bring in more money and to save time, right? Well, our friends at Nomly are here to help you improve your gym's communications with clients and grow your business. Join more than 300 fitness coaches who are doing more business with less work. Nomly helps to systematize and simplify gym operations by centralizing member data and communications so gym owners can increase their customer lifetime value, improve staff efficiencies, and raise the bottom line. This centralized communications tool helps you in lots of ways. It helps you orchestrate referral programs at the push of a button, helps you hold clients accountable with built-in two-way texting, and it lets you rest assured that all your clients' messages are being handled properly. Schedule a free consultation today at com slash optimal dash aging dash podcast. That's nomly, N-A-A-M-L-Y dot com slash optimal dash aging dash podcast. Back to the show. What about the much larger percentage of the population mm-hmm. who goes to menopause and, and has no idea about any of this stuff and wouldn't run a triathlon if you paid him a million dollars and right doesn't want to be bothered with all of that what's the message for them and, and how do we how do we engage them and, and
1: exercise and- is super super important for them they have the most to gain because it's not a marginal gain it is a big gain they have they have a lot to gain because uh when you hit menopause specifically you become somewhat more carbohydrate sensitive are resistant in insulin. Mm. I said that the opposite way insulin resistant, carbohydrate sensitive, you know, and there's body composition changes and cortisol remains higher. It's harder to bring down. So exercise is really good for all of that stuff. It's really, especially strength training, but all kinds of exercises is the best medicine for many of those changes that women are experiencing at this time. Mm. Women also have brain fog. They have mood disorders, they have trouble sleeping. Exercise helps with all of that. So there's a lot you can offer those women if you and, and speak to them in that language. And it's and getting comfortable to say. And even if you don't want to say menopause because that makes you uncomfortable, you can always say and sound intelligent by saying, "Women's hormones start fluctuating sometime after 40, and those hormonal fluctuations have huge metabolic and muscular consequences, like." You don't ever have to say the M word to say that. And they never have to feel like you're saying, am I better? Like never, but you're saying a very simple fact is that the hormonal fluctuations start in women. And that's really important for your health. And let's, you know, work with you to make sure that you can optimize yourself as you, as these hormonal changes start to happen in your life. That's simple.
0: You could also say people at midlife. No,
1: that's true. Fair enough. Men
0: have issues with
1: dropping testosterone. They do. I will, I will, I, I have to say, because that is true, but what I think that men don't appreciate as much because I've run into this with male trainers Mm. trying to, I think ally with menopausal women with that and the false equivalency there is that when you look at what happens with women's hormones, they fall off a cliff. Like men have a very steady decline with testosterone, but when women hit menopause, it's dramatic. Like it goes from here to like flatline, yeah. And there's no equivalent to that in what happens with men, unless there's a disease process like cancer,
0: right? What else should we say or not say around these topics?
1: Yeah, you know, I think, especially in this, in this climate, Diet culture is taking a well-deserved beating right now. And by that, I mean, you know, constantly selling women and men, it doesn't matter who you are. Women tend to be the brunt of it. That equates thin with healthy, Mm -hmm. that equates, you know, you have to lose weight. That's not so celebrated in many circles right now. I mean, I'm not saying that people aren't still interested in losing weight and that's still not something that I'm sure gyms can use as, as selling points for themselves, but I would say really putting health forward, putting strength forward, putting those things forward, talking about getting fit, feeling your best, all of those things, and not making it a hard weight loss sell because that that turns a lot of people off at this point.
0: Yeah. I'm continually surprised by how few people in this market, women in particular, don't understand how important weightlifting is after menopause in particular it's there's still this persistent idea that weightlifting means young boys who want big muscles and i'm a 65 year old woman who never wanted big muscles ever right but why in the world right. would you want them now and right they, i do you know I'm, I'm i write about this all the time i talk about it all the time
1: I know, and you can't imagine how doesn't everybody know this by now, right? Like, that's how I live my life. I'm like, I've been saying this for how many years? How does everyone know this? Yeah. So how do we,
0: what kind of messaging works with women to help them understand that this isn't about lifting weights like when you were young, you're not going to get big muscles. This is about maintaining your function and your autonomy and your quality of life. And- totally. Totally.
1: Kind of messaging. Yeah. Like,
0: That's what I get asked a lot. What do I say to people to get them in my gym?
1: There there are a couple, I have a couple of thoughts on that, especially after 50. Once these hormone changes happen, you are not going. I, I, I really dislike the whole bulky muscle thing, but I know it's still mm-hmm. out there and I know it's still a concern. That is just not going to happen. You don't have the hormonal response. What will happen is you are going to feel amazing. Those stairs in your house are going to disappear. You know those stairs that you try to lug that laundry up that's really hard and feels heavier all the time, like someone has turned up gravity. Someone's going to turn down gravity for you. That is what's going to happen. Gravity is going to get turned down. You're going to feel lighter. You're going to be feel more energetic. You're going to feel like just more vital. I mean, those are all true. I read a study and I would have to look it up and share it with you, but it was. It, it scared the bejesus out of me. Like by the age 65, the percentage of women that can't open a jar on their own is gut-wrenching. That kind of stuff is real. And weightlifting is so good for your grip strength. You are able to open all those jars by yourselves and lift your own things. And, and it's a lot of just self-efficacy and self-confidence that will make you feel better and more confident and more visible in this world. Like when you go into a weight room and you see those bars and you pick them up and you're like, I did that. I picked up that weight, right? Something clicks in you. It's very, very good for you mentally, emotionally, psychologically, as well as physically. Yeah, Keeps your bones strong. Keeps Bone your health is a, is a big deal. Keep Diabetes. The- I mean, metabolically muscle is real important for blood sugar control, right? I think I think especially the generation you're talking to and that's part of the fitness industry and what we are understanding for decades, what do we say? Cardio for your health. We even call it cardio, you know, and strength for your muscles, like yeah. as if these two things were divorced, as if they were separate. And now we know like strength training is actually the magic for a lot of that stuff, right. It's for a lot of the the blood sugar control and and the metabolic health more so even in many ways than quote unquote, cardio
0: let's take a short break we'll be right back hey are you a fitness professional trying to grow your business with people over 50 if you are then you need to know how to communicate with them how to market to them and how to get them to know you like you and trust you with their fitness and their money we're talking about the baby boomers and more People who are a little older and a little younger are still in this demographic slice that I'm talking about. People who are older than the typical client or prospect that gyms and studios go for, they have more time, more money, and better motivation to become excellent long-term fitness clients for gyms, studios, and trainers. Prime Fit Content is the only content marketing company designed specifically to help you engage people in this group and to distinguish yourself from competitors in your community. It's effective, it's easy to use, and it's super affordable. Check it out at primefitcontent.com. That's prime, like prime of your life, fit content, primefitcontent.com. Back to the show. Well, listen, Slim. this has been... Delightful. Thank you so much for your time and energy and insight. I really appreciate
1: it. Thank you for having me and you know, thanks for doing what you're doing. I think I I, I'm I'm an optimistic person and i tend to be maybe almost Pollyanna ish, but I try not to be, but I do think a piece of that invisibility that younger, maybe people that work in the gym trainers or gym owners have for People that they perceive as older is fear and misunderstanding to a large extent, they don't know how to relate, they think that that this person won't be able to do certain things and maybe they can't work with them in the way that they would like to work with somebody that person that you see in the gym has lived this incredible life and has done a lot of stuff that you have no idea what they have underneath their hood. At this point, (laughs) they have, you know, they've probably raised kids, birthed babies, been through a lot of disasters in life and are very strong and are very able and have incredible stories and just to look at them a little differently. uh, And, and realize that you have this potential to not only help them, but also help yourself by, by seeing the potential for yourself when you're older is a powerful piece of the fitness industry that I think is, doesn't always get sold to the trainers.
0: Thank you for listening to the Optimal Aging Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Croft, and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I hope you'll subscribe, tell a friend and write a review. All of that helps us grow our audience. I also hope you'll share any comments you have with me in an email or on social media, including suggestions for people I should interview or topics I should cover. You can learn more about me and my content business at primefitcontent.com. You can send me an email at j primefitcontent.com. that's J-J-A-Y at primefitcontent.com. I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. So find me anywhere you like and be in touch. And again, thanks for listening. Join us next time.